Welcome everyone. My name is Shunali Ghosh and I am a scientist at Kaizen Digital Insights support team. Today our speaker is Dr. Marta Nedieska. She is an expert with the Kaizen Digital Insights scientific and technical support team. Marta holds a PhD in evolutionary biology. In 2018, she joined Kaizen and working as an NGS support specialist, focusing on enabling Kaizen CLC workbench users to get the most out of the data analysis of their NGS experiments. Today, she will talk about Kaizen DNA panel data analysis with the Kaizen CLC genomics workbench. This also includes a live fast queue to VCF demo. Thank you. Thank you, Sinai. Uh, welcome, everyone. Today, I will show you how to analyze data from Kyasic DNA panel uh, using our Kyagen CLC genomics workbench. And first, uh, let's uh, legal disclaimer. Kyagen products shown here are intended for molecular biology applications. These products are not intended for the diagnosis, prevention, or treatment of a disease. So let's move to our presentation and our agenda for today. So first, I will show you the variety of Kyasic panels that you can analyze in the workbench. Then I will make a short introduction to the Kyasic analysis and workbench requirements. And that the main part of this webinar will be a live demo of the analysis. And then at the end, we will have some time for Q&A session. So there is a significant range of Kyasic panels that can be analyzed using our workbench. DNA panels, for example, targeted DNA, DNA Pro, TMB, to name a few. But we can also analyze RNA panels like RNA Scan, RNA Fusion XP, or UPX, or multimodals. I listed the types of the panel on the left, but you can also check the full list on our website, digitalinsights.kyagen.com. You can see the address at the bottom right. You can analyze data sets not only from the ready-to-use panels, but also from custom panels, for example, custom targeted DNA panel or custom RNA scan, scan panel and so on. And then to analyze Kyasic datasets, you need to have an access to Kyagen CLC Genomics Workbench with the free biomedical genomics analysis plugin installed. The biomedical genomics analysis plugin contains template workflows created specifically for Kyasic panels that can be very helpful to you and which can be also further customized to your specific needs. I will show you how to use these template workflows during the live demo. And before we actually launch live demo, uh, I would like to show you that uh, what's the agenda for it. So um, I will show you several aspects of the analysis from the import fast queue to, uh, to the uh, detection of variants. Uh, and I will use the example dataset from Kyasec targeted DNA panel, and it is human comprehensive cancer panel. And later on, I will show you how to run the analysis for a custom DNA panel as well. I'm going to show you if in this compre human comprehensive cancer panel dataset, if there are any potentially pathogenic mutations found in TP53 gene. So let me go to the workbench. And here we have the workbench, and I have actually already installed the biomedical genomics analysis plugin in advance. And we can check which plugins we have installed by using this button on the top right, plugins, and under manage plugins tab, we can see all the plugins that are already 
installed in your workbench. So here I have biomedical genomics analysis plugin. And with this, we have template workflows. So in the toolbox area on the bottom left, we can find template workflows section at the top and template workflows for the biomedical plugin are stored under biomedical workflows folder. And as we are interested in Kayasic analysis, we can go to analyze Kayasic uh, samples option, which is stored under Kayasic sample analysis folder. So here we have a folder for all Kayasic workflows. And here we have this tool, analyze Kayasic samples. This tool is designed so we can quickly analyze the data, explore the results, and then customize the copy of the workflow further to tailor it to our needs. This is our main window we can run template workflows from for any supported Kayasic panel. Here on the top, you can see different types of the panel, some of them I mentioned before. And as I mentioned, in my case, I have data analyzed by comprehensive cancer panel. So this is targeted DNA panel. Thus, I go to the right panel type, targeted DNA, and then I can select comprehensive cancer panel at the bottom. Form for Illumina or ion torrent data, somatic or germline approach. And from this drop-down menu, you can select the right option. In my case, I select somatic approach for Illumina sequence data. But before I actually hit the run button here, I need to import the FASTQ files with reads. There are two approaches how you can import the reads. You can use the button here, import Illumina reads or import ion torrent reads. Um, and in my case, as I mentioned, it's Illumina reads. So let me click on it. And now you can click next and select files. So you have to navigate to the right uh, location. In my case, I'll add here files, go to re relevant folder, and here I'm, uh, are my reads. As in the case of this Kayasic panel, as it is Illumina data, we expect paired reads. So you can see two files in the folder. If you have multiple reads from different lanes of the, for the same sample, you can select all of them, click OK here, and then you can use this option to join reads from different lanes to combine these um, reads from different lanes together for this one sample. In my case, I do not have files that should I should combine, so I will leave this option unchecked. Then I can select where I want to save this file. So I will create a new folder and save it and then click Finish. And now if I go to the Processes tab here, I can see that the reads are currently importing. The other option to import the reads is to use Import button on the top of the window. If we select um, here Import, we have Illumina options, and a very similar window will pop up, allowing us selection of relevant reads. So again, I can click Add Files, go to relevant location, add them. There is also option to join reads from different lanes. So it, select if it's paired reads or not. Um, so that's quite a similar menu that we've seen before. So both options are uh, as good to import your reads in the first place. 
Okay, and after it are imported, mine are just imported. I see that it's done. I can also click here and find the results. So that will navigate me to the relevant files immediately. Uh, I can actually run the analysis. So I'll go back to the toolbox, to the Analyze Chaos Examples option, check that I'm in the relevant section, Comprehensive Cancer Panel, the analysis type suits my needs. And now I can click Run, select the files. As I already um, highlighted them in navigation area, it immediately popped up here. But if it doesn't happen to you, you can just navigate to the files uh, here within this wizard. And then I can adjust uh, the minimum frequency parameters of reported variants. And uh, the coverage I consider too low. So I will be able to check in the reports how many regions with minimum coverage below this threshold are present in my read mapping. So for now, I will keep these values as default. And then I can select the folder I would like to store my re results in. So I'll create a new folder. Uh, and I can click Finish and the analysis will start. So the process to run this template workflow is fairly straightforward, but please remember that behind this simple wizard, there is a whole workflow utilized. In case of a panel that uses UMIs, unique, unique molecular indices, the relevant UMI-specific tools are incorporated in the workflow. And this is also a case of targeted DNA panels uh, that we are looking at right now, as they are UMI panels. I will show you the whole workflow a bit later. And as you can see, uh, the analysis is slowly progressing here in the processes tab. And I, had, I have run this data set earlier, so we don't have to wait for it to finish. We can take a look at the results right now. So I will actually stop this analysis. And you may also find this option useful for you. For example, in case you realize you selected wrong files, you can stop the process and rerun. Uh, the workflow with the right files instead of waiting for the process to finish. Uh, so you can again click the small black arrow and then you have option to stop it. Okay, so then let's go to the files uh, I analyzed a bit earlier. And in, in, inside of the folder with results, we have two main files plus a folder with all tracks and reports generated. Let us explore these files. This is combined, uh, combined report here, genome browser view, and the folder with reports and data. So let's start with genome browser view. Genome browser view, when I open it, uh, will show you different tracks together to visualize and explore your data. And you can see when I opened it, it automatically opened in a split view with various track visualized uh, at the top and the table, uh, variance passing filters table uh, at the bottom. So this is, uh, variance passing filters is a track that contains all variants that pass through a filter cascade of the workflow. Uh, and here uh, it, it is opened uh, in a table view, so we can look at the quality parameters and the annotations that were added during the analysis and so on. And this view, this genome browser view with this table open, is a dynamic view, which means that if we click on any row in this table, um, 
Genome browser view will immediately zoom to um, zoom into this region, and then you can explore all the tracks with annotations and read mappings. So let me scroll through it. We can see the reference sequence at the top, the target regions for the, this panel, annotations for genes, mRNAs, CDS, amino acid track, when you can check if there were amino acid changes related to the variant that were detected. Some uh, indels, uh, longer indels that might be detected in your panel, information about coverage, and also read mapping at the bottom. And if I uh, go to different variants, as you can see, it immediately zooms into the right region. You can also use this option here to zoom in or zoom out from the region of interest or just uh, highlight the selection you are interested in. The other file we have here is a combined report file. So let me open that one. And I'll close this table for now. So this is a report uh, that contains all the quality control reports that were generated during the analysis. And when we open it on the side panel view on the right, there is a table of content displayed, and we see that it has several sections, and each section is named after the tool that was used to generate it. So we can look at the trim reads section, the read mapping section. But as Kaya-Seq DNA panel is an UMI panel, we might be especially interested in the UMI section of the report. So let's go here, and I can take a look and see uh, how many reads uh, were uh, on average in a UMI group, uh, or I can look at the median results as well, uh, how many reads are in the largest UMI group. Uh, we can also take a look at the average quality scores and compare them for with the input reads. So here we have average quality scores for input reads. And here I can see how they improved for UMI reads. And that's that's quite impressive. Like I have 48, 49 even almost uh, quality scores for UMI reads on average and median is even higher in my case. So I may want to use this information uh, to customize my workflow. And of course, uh, we can go through the whole report and see if there is anything else that catches our attention and maybe needs uh, further customization. And at the end, we have QC for targeted sequencing, and we can see how many regions are below the threshold we set up, what's the median coverage or average uh, coverage in our case. And um, then we have this reports and data folder that contains all the result tracks and um, reports that were created during the analysis. And majority of them uh, are already displayed on Genome Browser View. So let me go back to Genome Browser View here. Uh, so we have here the mapping uh, that we can see at the bottom, variance passing filter track. So these variants that were uh, that passed the all filtering cascade uh, that I mentioned before. But also, in case you are interested in other variants, variants that were initially detected, but then filtered out through the filtering cascade, uh, these variants are stored in unfiltered variants track. 
This track is not a part of Genome Browser View by default, but you can add it. And to add it, you can simply drag and drop it to the right place. So I want to have it next to the variance passing filter for easy comparison. And then I uh, would like to look at the table view of these variants so I can look at their quality scores. And to do this in a split view, I can uh, select the small table icon here. So each of these tracks have this icon, uh, but I want the one for unfiltered variants. Um, there are much more variants, so it will take a moment to build a table, but now I have it and I can investigate uh, why these variants were fil uh, filtered out, what, var what kind of variants uh, were detected, and if I need further customization of filtering cascade, uh, for example, to retain some of these variants. There are also the reports, as I mentioned, uh, that are used in the combined reports file, but we can also look at them individually if we would like to inspect them closer. For example, if I open the UMI group reports, let me put it here on the top, uh, I can see not only the same values I already looked up in the combined report, but I can also look at the graphs, which make um, which may be easier for me uh, to understand how my data look, what's going on there, on there with grouping, or I can take a look at the UMI report and look at the quality scores, or maybe nucleotide distribution, and so on. So you can uh, take a look a little bit deeper uh, in case that something catches uh, your eye in a combined report and you would like to have more information. And additionally, we offer a manual page that may help you assess the quality of your data set for Kaya-seq DNA panels. And uh, to, to, to use it, we can navigate to the, to the manual for biomedical genomics analysis plugin. Let's do this from the workbench. So you can uh, take a look how to find it. Let me show you how. So uh, if we click on the top right on the support button, there is a manual hyperlink here, and that will navigate to uh, our user manuals for different Kyogen software. However, we are interested in the manual for the plugins. So actually, we are interested in manuals that are provided here on a separate page. And here we have biomedical genomics analysis um, plugin and we can have we can open the manual either as a PDF or in online form. And then uh, here we have the full manual and we can also go to Kyasic DNA workflows to our identify Kyasic DNA variants. And here we have polyclinic control for the identify Kyasic DNA variants workflow. So that's the manual page I wanted to mention to you because this one describes uh, different uh, properties of UMI, expected UMI, grouping, uh, and creation uh, parameters that you may want to investigate. There are some examples what we expect and also how to adjust uh, your workflow in case you have some uh, results that differ, differ from the expectation. So I think this page may be very helpful to investigate your own dataset. And let's go back uh, to the workbench. 
so here you can also navigate to FAQ, uh, to tutorials, and also you can actually reach out directly to support. So in case you have any questions or there is any issue with your analysis, you can also type your email address and the issue that you are observing and send to Hygiene uh, Digital Insight support from the workbench directly. Okay. So we uh, looked at the genome browser view and the combined report. Uh, we can, I mentioned TP53 gene at the beginning. So let's see if we have any mutations detected in this gene. Um, and um, that will be mutations that pass the filter in cascade. So I'm interested again in variants passing filters track. And um, there are several ways to find uh, TP53 uh, gene and mutations that are within this gene. But I can simply also search the variant table to see if there are any variants annotated with this gene name. So I will just post the gene name and it immediately filters to uh, variants that are annotated with it. And now we can see that we have five rows here but each allele is described in a separate row. So if we look at these two row, uh, rows, you can see that this is exactly the same position. It's uh, two different alleles, and one of them is a reference allele, and the one is alternate allele that was detected here. We can uh, visualize it on the genome browser view, which immediately zoomed in to this variant. Uh, so here we have these two variants these two alleles in this position. Uh, and also we can take a look that we have some amino acid change associated with it. So we can uh, see how it affected our amino acid. Um, and uh, we can also scroll through the table to look through quality parameters, frequency, coverage, average quality, and so on and also for all the annotations that were added during the workflow. So we can take a look here, we have ensemble genes, but we can also take a look at the coding region change for different transcripts in this area. So we can take a look also at the transcript used for the analysis, and then amino acid change uh, in these transcripts associated with this coding change, and what is the uh, change in the longest transcripts um, yeah, and if it's synonymous or non-synonymous, there is a separate column that you can use for filtering, for example, of the variants of interest. So uh, in our case, it seems that all three variants that are not reference variants are actually uh, leading to amino acid change in their positions. So we can inspect these genes uh, visually. We can inspect them uh, also in the table. And the variant track uh, can be also exported to VCF file if needed. So if you want to do this, you can use the export function on the top uh, and just write VCF. Here you have the VCF option to export whatever track you wish. Uh, and uh, you may need to select the reference sequence track. To, so if your analysis for, was on AG19 or AG38 reference genome, um, and you can output your file as needed. 
Okay, so this way we looked through the, um, through, we, we ran our analysis. We looked at the uh, quality report. We looked at the variance we found. Uh, and in my reports, I noticed that the average quality of UMI reads is quite high. The mean was, let me uh, check again. Um, the yeah, uh, median quality scores for UMI reads are high. Average also is uh, almost 49. Uh, so I would like to customize my template workflow filter setup and increase the threshold for filtering a wave uh, variance with low uh, average quality scores, because I think that uh, the current filter may not be uh, strict enough for my data set here. And how to customize a workflow. So we need to navigate to the right folder first. So we go back to the toolbox on the top left. And the workflows um, sit under the specific folders below the Analyze Kiasic Samples tool we used so far. So you can see Kiasic uh, DNA workflows, RNA workflows, other Kiasic workflows. And under each folder, we have quite a few uh, workflows to look at. Uh, so there is quite a lot of them. Uh, but the one we are looking for is called Identify Kiasic DNA Somatic Variants for Illumina uh, dataset. And how do I know the name of the workflow? So let's retrace my steps a little and let's go back to Analyze Kiasic Samples and open the wizard. Here on the top, we can see the name of the relevant workflow. Uh, when I run it yeah, here, so I see that it's Identify Kiasic DNA Somatic Variants Illumina Workflow. So with this knowledge, I can go back and search for this, uh, for this name. I can either type it here. I, I can just look through the folders until I see it immediately. Okay, and then I found it. I would like to open a copy of this workflow so I can customize it. To do so, we can right click on it and open copy of the workflow. As you can see here, we can see that it's quite uh, a long one. Um, it starts with uh, annotating your reads with information about UMIs. We have some trimming steps, mapping, creating UMIs, uh, some improvement in the mappings, variant detection here. And then we have uh, a quite a long filtering cascade and also annotations at the bottom. So I would like to change one step in the filtering cascade. I would like to change minimum average base quality threshold for variants with high UMI evidence. And how the uh, filtering actually works. So for example, here we have a step that identify uh, reads uh, variants that have high UMI evidence. I can click on it twice and see what it actually means. Uh, so what parameters uh, the variant uh, has to fulfill in order to be considered high UMI evidence. And the next step actually looks for variants that don't pass some specific quality threshold. So it looks for only on the subset, so UMI, high UMI evidence variants, and then looks for variants uh, that have average quality. Right now it's below 38. I would like to change it in a moment. And then in the first step, it actually removes these low average quality variants 
out of the subset of high UMI evidence variants. So these three steps actually uh, are kind of one filtering uh, approach or setup. So um, yeah, I think that for high UMI evidence variants, in my case, uh, the threshold should be higher. So I can change it, for example, to 40. I'll finish. And if I want to use this customized workflow in future, I should save it so I can use it later without changing these parameters again. And also, uh, so I know that I always use exactly same parameters for every of my analysis. And to save it, I can also uh, drag and drop it. So I can drag it from here and drop it in the folder. So now I have it set it up in my navigation area. I can then also install it and installed workflow. Uh, they are stored under installed workflow section here below the template workflows. Um, but yeah, I can run it also from, from the navigation area by opening and clicking run here. Okay, so I here um, analyzed and inspected the results from comprehensive cancer panel data set. Um, I would like to show you one more thing because uh, when I run the uh, my comprehensive cancer panel, it immediately asked me for the FASTQ files here, right? But um, I already had a reference sequence and everything downloaded to the workbench. And what in case that uh, you didn't download this reference beforehand or you didn't know which one you should have downloaded? So I haven't run a targeted DNA ultra panel uh, on this machine. So we can actually take a look here how it looks. Uh, so I have some panel here. I have already some reads imported into navigation area. I click run. And then actually the first steps that it asks me for is to acquire the relevant reference data. So it uses AG38 and apparently some primers target regions and trim adapter list is missing. So I can click download to workbench. And as soon as it downloads, I, I can click next, select the relevant reads and run the workflow just as I showed you a moment earlier. So there is this one additional step at the very beginning. Okay, so here I analyzed and inspected the results from comprehensive cancer panel data set. Uh, what if I have a data set from a custom panel? The template workflow for a custom Kiasic panel can be also launched from the Analyze Kiasic samples tool, so that there, there, the, this wizard we are in right now. Uh, and if you have a custom panel, you should receive or download from my Kiagen page your target regions file and the primer file. The primer file is a text file that has primer free suffix. Let me show it to you. Uh, here it is. So here is a, some custom panel and it has the suffix. So this one uh, we will use for primers. And the target region file is a bed file and it is stored together with other panel design files in one folder. And as you can see, we have uh, multiple files in here and the target region file that should be used for the analysis is this one. So its name is Kiasic DNA panel, then the number of the panel, regions of interest and bed extension. Uh, 
So if you have both of these files already downloaded on your local machine, you can run custom panel in Workbench. Let me show you how to do this. So in my case, it's also targeted DNA, but this time a custom panel for targeted DNA. So I need to be in the right section again. And here at the bottom, we'll have this Add Custom Analysis option. If I click it, I can give it a custom name that is meaningful to you. It already uh, noticed which type of the analysis, analysis it is. And now I, ha I have to find a primer annotation track and target regions track. So as I have it, uh, as I have these files on my machine, I click these options to import these. It already selects the relevant reference for me. And I need to navigate to my folder, select the right file, and then select where I would like to save it in my navigation area. So I will create some folder for it. Okay, and I'll do the same for target regions. So here is my bed file. Okay. And I'll save it in the same folder. If you already have your primers or bed file in your navigation area, in your workbench, because you already worked on them or imported them before, you can use these folder icons to navigate to it instead of importing it again. I'll save it. And now on the top, I see my custom panel. I can select the type of the analysis I would like to uh, use and I can run it. If you realize that you imported a wrong file, you can edit it and provide the right one from here. Okay, and uh, that will look, uh, running it will look the same way as before. And now, uh, if we want to customize our workflow and then use a custom reference data set, so for example, custom primer and custom target regions, the customization of the workflow will look exactly the same as I have already shown. So you will go to the right tool uh, and change the parameters according to your needs. Uh, variant detection uh, parameters, filtering cascade, or anything else you need to customize. But then when you run this workflow, you need to select a proper reference data set, so a custom reference data set. So um, as I showed you a moment ago, I had that I had to download references for Kyosig DNA Ultra panels. So these um, panel references, Kyosig uh, panel and for Kyosig panel data sets that are stored under references and Kyogen sets here. So we can uh, take a look that, for example, here I have Kyosec DNA Ultra panels. Now it's completely uh, all files are downloaded. Um, I have Kyosec RNA panels, and I'm also missing some uh, references from here, and so on. You can find all Kyogen sets for all panels here. And here we have Kyosec DNA panels. So that one will be the one I uh, that is used for targeted DNA. And I would like to customize it. So it takes into account not the uh, target uh, primers and target regions for the ready-to-use panels, but my custom primer track and custom target region track. Uh, 
So I can do this by clicking this button, create custom set. And now you can customize all elements, but I'm not interested in every uh, everything here. Like most of them can stay as they are, but I would like to customize target primers. So I click on this folder icon here. I would like to remove all these panel primers that are normally you would like to, you, you can choose from if you use ready to use panels. And I navigate to my custom panel data and my primers. And I can see now that I have just one file and this is my custom primer file. And I can do the same for target regions. So again, I'll remove these and add my custom file. I can change a name of this set. So I can easily find it. Uh, you can also put anything in description if you want for more information in future. And now you can see it's switched to the custom sets tab and I have it at the top. That's my custom Kyasic DNA panel reference data set with my custom uh, primers and target regions. So now when I run my custom workflow, let me do this. Uh, that's, yeah, that's it. I'll click run. Uh, first, I should select my reads. I have some reads here. And then uh, here it suggests me that I can use this default reference data set. But I can scroll down, go to the custom. And here I will have my custom Kyasic DNA panel data set that I have just created with my target primers and target regions that I imported to the workbench. Uh, and then when I click next, I can see that the right target regions and right primer file is already pre-selected for me. I can go and run the workflow as it is right now, my customized workflow with my custom data set. And that uh, concludes our live demo. So let me go back to my uh, presentation. Um, yeah, and uh, I would like to mention that you can always contact us, um, our Kayagen Digital Insight cu customer support via email message to ts-bioinformatics at kayagen.com. You can use one of our phone numbers or chat option on our website, digitalinsight.kayagen.com. And also uh, we are planning uh, other upcoming webinars. So you may uh, want to uh, check our webinars and events page from time to time. Next week, we hold a webinar about phosphorylation analysis in Kyogen IPA software. And now uh, we can hold our Q&A session. Hi everyone, thank you, Marta. So at the bottom of your Zoom window, you can see Q&A button. Please type in your questions if you have any. And we'll take on some questions which I already have on my screen. So the first question is, uh, is CLC genomics work, is biomedical genomics workbench, uh, sorry, analysis plugin is a free plugin? Yes, it is a free plugin from Kyogen and where we can check which workbench or add-on plugin is commercial. So for that, you can go to the workbench plugin manager and you will find uh, um, 
there is one option called import a license if that is present that means that is a commercial license and you need to have a, a license for that otherwise it is a free plugin uh, marta can you please open the workbench mm -hmm. okay. So here yeah. we have the information if it's commercial or not. Yeah, so you can see here commercial plugin put in the evaluation license. Yeah, like that. Okay, the next question is uh, how can I annotate these uh, variants with additional information like clean bar? Yeah, so you can annotate these variants with uh, yeah any other, uh, you know, say DBSNP or clean bar. So we have this variant annotation tools. Um, Marta, can you just oh, go yeah. to the... For example, we can have filtering against known variants. If it's clean var, you have typically a VCF with it. Yeah. Um, and you can, uh, so you can import this VCF to the workbench and you can use the tool that is called filter against uh, known variants and you can add it to your, uh, to your workflow uh, as a part of it. Uh, and that one can be used. Oh, that's filter and we are supposed to annotate. I'm really sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, annotate uh, annotation from known variants. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about filtering cascade, but now we want to annotate with clean var information. Uh, so yeah, you can uh, you can add this tool to your to your workflow uh, as a part of your customization and annotate with information from clean var. Yes. Yeah. The next question is: uh, Can I share the customized workflow with my colleague? Yes, you can share your workflow. For that, um, yeah, you can first save the workflow. And at the bottom, you can see this installation uh, button. Mm -hmm. You can, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now it's uh, and, because I modified it. So you, yeah, you can yeah. install it, but let me yeah. open it again. So now yeah. it is active. Yeah. Now here you can yeah create an installer file and then uh, it will uh, um, be saved in CPW format and then yeah, one of your colleague whom you are sharing the workflow, they can also install the workflow. Yes. Okay. And the next question is, uh, what is the lowest allele frequency for somatic variants that can be detected? So in the um, workflows, uh, like ready to use workflows, or uh, yeah, this template workflow, sorry. So we have this default value 0.5 for uh, somatic variants, but you can also adjust uh, these values. So if you, yeah, you can just, uh, what I can open one workflow. Mm -hmm. I can just, yeah, I will use. Oh, they can adjust. Yeah. yeah, we can go to low. Yeah. Low frequency variant color. Protection here, mm -hmm. open it. Yeah. And we can adjust. Adjust this minimum here. frequency. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Next question is, uh, is it possible to detect the MSI status within the CLC Genomics Workbench software? Yes, uh, it is possible. Marta, can you show the... We have uh, either template workflows for MSI uh, as uh, well, uh, and we have tools uh, to detect it. I wanted to... Mm -hmm. So here we have classic MSI status, but that just... Uh, yeah, that's a very short one. Uh, but it's also part of other workflows. Uh, and you can create your own with uh, MSI tools as well. So you can run these. Yeah. 
ओके वन क्वेश्चन इज एनी इंटेंशन एट कार्जन टू स्विच टू ए जी थर्टी एट यस द रेफरेंस फॉर ए जी थर्टी एट इज अवेलेबल फ्रॉम आर रेफरेंस डेटा मैनेजर यू कैन डाउनलोड एंड यूज इट फॉर योर वर्क फ्लो If I can add, uh, mm -hmm. it also in case of Kaiasing template workflows, the default reference dataset depends on the type of the analysis. So, for example, for RNA uh, workflows, it is always a AG38 uh, that is a default reference. Uh, uh, so it 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 will depend which one is used for uh, for yeah, the specific see. analysis. But you can, as as Sonali mentioned, you can always also adjust references. Uh, so or it depends. It depends on the panel design. So yeah. So then you may. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say next. Also, that you may uh, need to adjust your um, panel information as well because uh, panels are designed either on AG19 or uh, AG38. So you may uh, want to double check that you use the specific. But so if you don't use Kiasic panels, but some other panels, you you also can uh, use the the reference you. Uh, the panel was designed on. And you can um, transfer the coordinates over if you wish, right? So we have tools for that. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. From AG19 to AG38. Okay. And then the next question is Does the workbench offer any workflows for cell free DNA? Uh, Marta, can you take this? Yeah, Kiasic DNA uh, Ultra uh, workflow is actually for uh, self-free DNA dataset. Yeah, so you that's can a find good it. workflow you can uh, you can look at at uh, also uh, inspire yourself in case you have some other uh, panel data uh, to run uh, workflows for self-free DNA. Yes. And one last question that I can see here. Uh, yeah, could you give us an example of low median and high median humidates? You said yours was high and wanted to change it. How can I figure it out from my analysis? Mm -hmm. Can you just pull this the report that yeah, I think so, that uh, I think you can. Yeah, I I was showing the report. Uh, so let me go back to my analysis. Uh, I could see it either in combined report or in UMI report. I'll go to the create UMI reads from group reads section. Yeah. And here I can see quality scores for input reads. So these were my sequencing reads, not UMI reads. And then I looked at this information of average and median quality scores for UMI reads. So I could actually look how much uh, they improved and what's the average or median values. Uh, and also, if you'd like to uh, know how it usually looks, I recommend this manual page because it's all there is also examples in here what we typically observe as average quality scores or high. Uh, so here we have uh, also 48. So this is very similar values to the ones I just showed. So this is quite high um, average and median quality scores and uh, the ones that we typically expect for the UMIs and also uh, the ones that weren't really improved from the input reads, right? So we also want to look at the difference uh, between the input reads and UMI reads. Okay, thank you, Marta. And the last question that I can see uh, that, is there a way to merge two variants at CLC level in the VCF file? I came at across a complex inter variant which was called as two separate variants 
that will depend on the specific situation. <laughs> I'm afraid yeah. that, that's very hard to answer right now. Uh, but maybe if you can send us an email with this example, uh, maybe in just this uh, subset of the variant track to ts-bioinformatics.kyadon.com, then we can take a look if this is something that can be uh, detected as one variant or if there is any issue with, with detection yeah. of it. It could be that because of lack of the phasing information, for example, they, co they couldn't be merged, but it, it's very hard to, to comment on it without the exact variant. Yeah, we need to see the variants and the mapping point also, yeah. But yeah, if you have two variant tracks and that could be merged as one single VCF file that you can do, yeah. I don't see any more questions. So yeah, if you still have any questions, you can please type in in the Q&A uh, button. Yeah, we'll still be around for a few more minutes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This basically concludes the session. So unless somebody else still has yeah. questions. Yeah. And there's still and a survey open. If you uh, like to participate, it would really help us to Figure out or, yeah. Yeah, what trainings to run next. Yes. And yeah, thank you again for attending today's meeting. We encourage you to register for our upcoming webinars that Marta mentioned during the webinar. And you can register from our website. And please contact us by email or telephone or chat if you have any additional questions later. And we'll be happy to help you. Thank you. Thank you. There is another question, Sonali. Let me see. Can I have CLC send the VCF to QSI1? Yes, you can. Yes. Let me go back uh, to, yeah, to the workbench. Mm -hmm. I'm to show. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you have this option also here to upload to QCI Interpret. You need to have QCI Interpret license to use it. Or uh, you can use it as a separate tools mm, for uh, QCA interpret. I forgot where they are stored, but you can also search for it. Yeah, it's um, yeah, and you can so you can upload uh, your uh, results to to QCA interpret. So you can upload uh, variant tracks, uh, fusions, CNVs uh, together and uh, that will upload a sample and in QCA interpret you need to create analysis out of this sample yes and while i'm typing so there is one more uh, question that can we find this presentation recorded and watch it on demand yes you can get this recorded uh, meeting link and you can watch it on demand so you will be uh, sending one uh, email after this webinar as soon as it is available, you get an email. Yeah. That's really fun. Okay. No more questions. And we have answered all the questions for now. And if you have any questions later also, please write it to us at ts-bioinformatics at the rate of Kaizen .com. Thank you again. And bye. See you in our next webinar.